afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. And also, welcome in studio, our occasional co-host, Cindy. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And happy September. And happy September 1st. Yeah. Happy back to school. Woohoo! Yeah, we're back. Well, almost. We're almost back. We're almost many back. Many people are back. Yeah, many people go back the uh, before Labor Day. And then there's the year-round schools. We do have a year-round school close to us. Mm-hmm. Those poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about that. So, yeah, congratulations to those of you that are back in school. It's exciting. And especially congratulations to the parents. Yes. You think they're excited about it? Yes, it's all good. It is. It's all good. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful time of the year. Yes, I love to see the, the kids after the the long summer. Yep. They're smiling faces. <laughs> They're smiling faces. Their new backpacks. Their new backpacks their strapped boxes. over their shoulders. Their new, their, their new Scooby-Doo lunch boxes mm-hmm. with those Scooby-Doo thermoses. Is Scooby-Doo still a a thing? I don't know if a Scooby-Doo lunchbox is still a... I mean, it was the thing when I was in elementary school. Yes, it was. I had me a Scooby-Doo lunchbox mm-hmm. with that thermos. Ah, that was the best. The metal lunchboxes. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved back to school, and and my my back to school excitement usually lasted a couple of days, just a couple. Yeah, and then it was over. I think I was one of those. I was one of those kids. You were a good student, though. Oh my goodness, I I loved school. I was excited about it all the way through. Yeah, I wasn't that good of a student. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't excited about it. All the way through. Dean was not on the Dean's list. <laughs> no, Dean was not on the Dean's list, kids. I mean, later on. It's okay, honey. You're making up for it. I'm making up for it. Well, we've had a busy week mm-hmm. on the show this week. It's been a heavy week. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about we've talked about a lot of stuff that, you know, things that are happening in the country that aren't aren't the best. In a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Well, you did you did talk about some historical things, right? To start the week out. We had history class but to then, start the week out. But then the past two days, ooh. It's because, you know, in some places that we just have to spotlight, we have to shine truth. That map, though. The indoctrination map. Oh, my goodness. What a great resource, but also, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You just go to the map hoping that you're not going to find your school district on it. But even if you don't, like you said, this is this is going to affect all of us in some way eventually because this is our future. Mhm. Yeah, it it touches it, this education, this whole topic touches all of us whether we work in education or not, whether we have kids in school or not. It touches all of us because mm-hmm. You know, as I've said, after a, a class graduates, after a, a generation graduates, mm-hmm. then that's what you can expect your culture to, to become in 10 years. Yes. And the the people who put this out, who knows if they're getting everything from everywhere that's going on. You mean the indoctrination map? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and 
what they have posted up, I think you said affects over 10 million children. Mm, yes, 10.7, I think. Mm. It is over a thousand school districts that affects over 18,330 schools and over 10.7 million, right around 10.7 million students that this, you know, indoctrination is affecting. And, and they're specifically referring to those schools that have policies in place that they're going to keep things hidden from their parents. Mm -hmm. But there's other issues too that they... They do highlight other issues, uh, you know, critical race mm -hmm. teachings that are happening. So that's in the link. Or you you put a link in there, right? I did put the link in the show notes, and I'll, I'll actually put it back in today's show notes. Yeah. It is, uh, if you're interested, the group that puts this out is Parents Defending Education, and you can look them up. But I will I'll put the link to the indoctrination map in the show notes, and I encourage you to go click on it, uh, check and see if your if your school district is on it. And really, for those of you that like to pray, this would be a good opportunity for you to pull up that map and just mm -hmm. and just pray over it. Just pray over the map. And when you could pray over the map in its entirety, or you could click on a particular state, and then when you click on a state, there are these these red little tags that will take you, or that that's posted on the state that represent the school district where. Information has been. Yes, you'll get specifics of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, maybe you just click on your, your state and you just pray over it. Mm -hmm. There is a um, My Faith Votes has put out a how to prayer walk your school. Um, so I think, Dean, you have mentioned My Faith Votes. I met you. Yes. Uh, MyFaithVotes.org. This is a, a site that that we utilize quite a bit. They have uh, wonderful resources there. And I think I have put them in my show notes in the past. I'll put them back in the show notes today. You know what? I'll put the, uh, the prayer walk in the show notes today. Yes. So they have, um, they tell you how to organize a prayer walk for your school. It'll take you through the different steps on how to do it. It's a good little resource. I would check that out. The steps one through seven. Step one, locate your school. Step two, join with others. That's ask your church, small group, or a group of your friends and family to join you. United we stand. Step three, gather together and make a plan. Meet together the day before your scheduled walk to plan and pray over your time at the school. This is your opportunity to develop your route and identify specific prayer points you might want to cover. Step four, before you begin walking, collectively ask God to direct your steps. That's the big one. Mm -hmm. Step five, use our sample prayer points as you walk. You may pray for parents as you walk, the perimeter of the school, 
teachers as you walk by classrooms and students as you walk the hallways if you're able to get in the school. Mm -hmm. If you're not able to get in the school, I mean, certainly you could be in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Step six, at the end, join together and pray for a revival. Ask God to move at the school in the midst of teachers, students, and parents. And then step seven, plan for a debrief later that day to share what God revealed to you as you walked. Maybe God was convicting you to volunteer at the school. Maybe he highlighted a teacher you could support. Maybe he called you to approach the school board and advocate for the kids attending there. So good. Very good. We need to do this. We do need to do it. Mm-hmm. What's the second page say? Second page here. It is. It's just a two-page document, and it. Oh, the second page gives you education prayer points. Uh, this is really good. If you're going to pray for teachers, uh, they give you verses here: mm-hmm. Proverbs four thirteen, Proverbs nine nine, Titus two and one. Yeah, check it out. And then they they give you prayer points for for teachers, parents, and students. It is a wonderful resource. Because yes. we don't just have to hear all the heavy stuff and then sit there with it. We can take take action and, and do something about it. And prayer is a wonderful way to take action. Right. Because a lot of time, you know, after we go over the heavy stuff, we just, you know, we're, we're left wondering, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. What do we do? He just, we were just hit with this. Now what? Yeah, because it's heavy. So then you take that action of prayer and then in prayer, you know, if you're listening to what God has to say, I'm sure then you will be directed to step out further with even more action mm-hmm. right. and, and it, involvement. Sure. It, yeah. As, yeah. If we're paying attention and we're listening mm-hmm. as we pray, if we're if we're listening, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe God will direct some of you to to run for the school board. Mm-hmm. or to to actually be involved in the building somehow. Yes. Maybe coach, maybe volunteer in a classroom. Yes. Because I think the more of us who are involved, the better the school becomes. But not everybody has that ability. Mm-hmm. But everybody can pray. But everybody can pray. Yeah. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what what your schedule is. You can find time to go drive to the school. What other resources does my faith votes offer? They, I, I Yesterday I found, and I printed out something called know your child's school. It's an action guide for Christian parents and grandparents. Um, I haven't looked over it in earnest. Um, I have actually. Have you? Yeah, I have. I've spent some time in it. There's, there's an interesting uh, graph in here that talks about the landscape of public education. Uh, you know, they talk about on average a child will spend fifteen thousand hours in the classroom. I, I think I've got that number up to sixteen thousand, but uh, I know kindergarten is a half a day, so they might be closer to correct. And we've talked about the ten thousand hours mm-hmm. and uh, the importance of influence and spending that much time in a system of influence mm-hmm. is uh, is really a big deal. That's why it's important that 
your child's in the right school and that you know what's happening in that building. Mm -hmm. This page also talks about uh, voter turnout in terms of actual school board elections. There's a graph here that says voter turnout in school board elections is often just five or 10 percent. Wow. When we look at the, the presidential election itself, it's the, the turnout is about 70, 70 percent. When we get to midterm, it it drops below 60. And then when you look at the local municipal, it's about 20 percent. And then when you go to school board, it's about six percent on average. Hmm. Yeah. So this this is about. I don't know, maybe 15 pages. Mm -hmm. um, it says in this document, um, these are the things covered. The landscape of public education, the influences in um, the influences in your local school, ideologies and policies of concern, getting to know your district and local school, action steps when you uncover concerns, tips for speaking with school and district officials, and um, how to unite with others in your state. Mm -hmm. So if you, if that sounds interesting to you, then you can go to my faith votes. Um, I think there's a, a side tab they can. Yep. And, I, and again, I'll, I'll put the link to it in the show notes. Okay. So they can, you know, they'll, they'll know to, it's called know your child's school. And it's just full of great information. And my faith votes is, such a good site anyway. There's all kinds of good stuff on there. So they they talk a lot about voting, you know, obviously in their name, mm -hmm. My Faith Votes, but it's more than just voting. Mm -hmm. it, it As this is a, a beautiful example in terms of really getting into your community. I don't remember how I came upon them. Like I said, I take in so much information right. on a daily basis, I forget right. where I have why where I originally found things. We're glad you did, though. We're glad you found them. I'm, I'm really glad. Good stuff. Um, yeah. So get informed. Stay informed. Mm -hmm. It's it's, <laughs> it's tempting these days to just want to stick your head under a pillow and just wait for it to all pass by, but it's, mm -hmm. it's not just going to pass by. We have to, we have to stay informed. We have to go out there and, and, and seek out the truth. Mm -hmm. And then we have to talk about it. <laughs> I just heard um, Malcolm, he was saying, don't be lazy. Don't you can't be lazy. Be lazy. You no. got to go out there and. Yeah. We have to go out there and dig for information. Uh -huh. You you did. I think he even said, don't even take our word for it. Like, go, yes. go dig for information. Research on your own. Just mm -hmm. because we say it, that doesn't mean you should take it as gospel or take our, our word for it. Do the research. Check, mm -hmm. Fact check us. Mm -hmm. But fact check us correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the, uh, the current fact checking system. <laughs> it With is heavy, though. It is heavy to to take all the information in that we, that we have to take in these days. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a lot, but you know, we just, we just keep, we got to keep at it. We got to keep talking about it. 
We got to keep talking to people about it. And I know sometimes we don't want to be that annoying person at the party that's, oh, he's going to talk about that again. I'm going to go over here. Mm-hmm. I I get that. You know, I think we're all we're all the same way. We don't want to be be that person. I know you feel like you you are probably on repeat. Who me? And, yes. Yeah. And what you're talking about, and yet maybe you're going to catch that one person one day. They'll they'll be listening, and and that one person will hear something, and that one person can then go out and and change something right. that needs to be changed. Right. So that's why it's important for all of us to inform ourselves and then talk about it. Because mm-hmm. you might talk to that one person that mm-hmm. will just go and run with it. Yeah. So you're giving me permission to to repeat myself. <laughs> you know, repetition is the mother of memory. That's yep. that's what we say. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we are happy that you are joining us today on the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Our new email address, the old email is gone. I'm not even going to tell you what it was. The new email is thedean.list at protonmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thedeanslist33. We would love to have you there. We'll pause for this break and we will see you on the other side. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can hear us here weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 
You can listen on iHeartRadio, or you can download the America Out Loud app for Apple, Android, or Alexa. Or you can listen to us on podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are just happy to have you on board. Again, the new email is thedean.list at protonmail.com. Thedean.list at protonmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at the Dean's List 33. So do you have any other, I don't know, fun first day of school stories? Hmm. First day of school stories. None that stand out. I was just always really excited. You were just, <laughs> I, was just I was ready to roll. Little Cindy was just happy oh, to be there. Yeah. I was. I was that kid. Yeah, I know you were that kid. Every day was like the first day of school. That's right. <laughs> oh, little Cindy. Not for me, unfortunately. <laughs> I lasted about three days. Oh, goodness. And then I didn't make the cut. Little Dean never made the Dean's list. It took you a while. It took me a minute. I got there. I think you made the Dean's list. Oh, later on I did, yeah. For your master's degree. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Later on, I made the cut. So we, you know, this week we also had history class. Mm-hmm. We we talked mm-hmm. about the Battle of Long Island, mm-hmm. which is really one of my favorite battles. I know it is. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the ambush that uh, General Braddock and his and his men endured in 1755 and Washington was the only one left standing, at least out of the officers. Mm -hmm. That's where the story of the bulletproof Washington comes from. Mm -hmm. Four bullet holes in his jacket. Good story. It is a great story. Two horses shut out from under him. And so we, you know, I just thought we would have history class because these stories need to be talked about again. Do you remember these stories from when you were young? No, at school? no, I don't. I don't either. No, I don't remember the stories being, being taught. And I feel like had they been talked about, I would have remembered them because I soaked this stuff up like oh, a sponge. Oh, you do. I remember story, good stories, mm-hmm. but I don't remember those two particular stories. Mm-hmm. But I definitely rem- remember other, other mm-hmm. good stories. And that's a shame because those two stories are... You know, they they describe providential intervention. Mm-hmm. They describe the hand of God stepping into, into the formation of this young country. Mm-hmm. And there are so many stories like that throughout that period. Yes. And even Franklin refers to it. So I mm-hmm. the founding I, fathers refer to the providence of God. They do, mm-hmm. right. And uh, Franklin refers to the hand of God helping them during the revolutionary period when he stands up and gives his speech at the mm-hmm. uh, the Constitutional Convention, which at the time it wasn't called that, but right. that's what we refer to it now. And he says, why aren't we praying? Because we, we prayed when we were in this room back in 76, and we saw the hand of God meeting us and, and answering our prayers. And so why aren't we praying now? What was your favorite class? What did you enjoy? Oh, it was history, definitely. Mm-hmm. That was my class. I was in the zone. You know, other kids were like, "Oh, history's so boring." I was just, I was like, "I can't, I can't have enough." You love a good story. I love a good story. Mm-hmm. 
What was your favorite class? All of them. <laughs> oh, that's right. There, there's the answer. <laughs> I loved all of them. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you probably didn't ever want to come home from school. Oh, I did. I wanted to come home from school because okay. I loved my home. I, just, I am a homebody, but I also loved school. You loved being there oh, while you goodness. were there. I loved it because it was it was a good it, it was a safe environment. I felt cared for. Um, I was lo- I loved what I was learning. Mm-hmm. Yep, small town America. Me, I loved the history class, and before and after, I don't remember what I don't remember what was happening. You Before can, history class, I don't know what was going on. You couldn't wait to get to lunch and open up your Scooby-Doo lunch box. That is right. Lunch, recess, and history. And maybe throw in some gym class. <laughs> and I was in heaven. Yep. I was set. The teeter-totter, the monkey bars. Yeah, I loved all of that. Absolutely. Those slides that... The 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 climb up those slides at that time right. was a long climb. There were no sides. No. I mean, there was that tiny little side. <laughs> That's not stopping you. <laughs> Did you ever fall off the slide? Yeah. No, but um, there are a lot of kids that fell off the monkey bars. Yeah, yeah. I I I I, I bought it off the monkey bars <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, but I still kept going back up for more. Yeah. We had good times. Oh, yeah. In school. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go back? Uh, well, we do. <laughs> yes. We, we basically do. do. We go back every day. Yeah. So we are in the throes of, of getting prepared. We're, we've got staff meetings happening this week. And we're getting the building ready to go for next week. We'll have the parents back in next Tuesday night for a little back to school orientation. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday, we will fire it up. Mm-hmm. First day of school pictures. Mm-hmm. We need to see if if mm-hmm. people will send in some first day of school pictures, but not recent pictures. We want, we'd love to get some, some older pictures. Like if you're 50 old? and older. 50 and older. Send in some back to school pictures. Doesn't matter what. From back in the day. Just whenever. Yep. First day of school pictures or just any school picture? First day of school pictures. If you have a first day of school picture, if you are 50 or older, and you wouldn't mind sharing with us your first day of school pictures, and and maybe we'll post them. Can we put them on Instagram? That would be fun. If you give us permission, we would love to post the first day of school pictures on the Instagram page. It is the Dean's List 33. And Instagram, if you if you're on Instagram, feel free to follow us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll post them. My mom has. I don't have any of mine. She has them. You're and not think, fifty yet, so you can't post. I'm almost. Almost. That doesn't count. You're I not fifty. Almost, oh goodness. <laughs> I am though, so I can post mine. Yeah. Do you? I don't know if we have it. I don't know if I have any. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for them though. Now you. You've. You've piqued my interest. I don't remember seeing any first day little Dean pictures. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I have any. Hmm. You know, back then it wasn't like you just pulled out your phone and took pictures of everything. <laughs> right. Right. You know, you you may have had a Polaroid, but otherwise, you know, you had that roll of 24 films and 
and you took pictures and then you would take it to the drugstore and you had no idea what was on that thing. Mm -hmm. My parents have a lot of slides. Oh, the slides, right. Yeah. I think they had many of them changed over to pictures. They had them, they, they took them in. We had so pictures. Did they have slide film? Mm -hmm. So when they took the picture, it was actually, when they got it developed, it was going to come out as a slide. slide. And then we had a machine that we put you it in. that projector. Yes, the oh, projector. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you'll have to ask your mom if you have any back to school pictures and then, but you can't post them till after you turn 50. So you probably then don't have any pictures of your, uh, of your Scooby-Doo lunchbox. Uh, I wish I did. That's too bad. That's a shame. Oh, those old metal lunchboxes were the best. Classic Dean with the Scooby-Doo lunchbox. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was out there killing it. <laughs> you were. <laughs> the box of crayons. Right. And the paste. And the paste, the 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 crayon with the with the crayon sharpener on the back. Yep. You and were extra cool if you had the crayon sharpener. Then why would kids eat paste? Yeah, I don't know. I had a friend and he loved it. Mm -hmm. I think the smell drew him to it. I remember teachers having to say, "Yes, don't eat your paste. Don't, <laughs> don't eat your paste." Oh goodness! Yeah do you, do you remember your teachers? I mean, I know we've talked about this conversation before because I mentioned Mrs. Fahey because I had a huge crush on her. Yes, I do. I remember teachers. Did they have ever have to instruct you not to eat the paste? No, I didn't eat the paste. Yeah, they didn't have to give you that instruction. <laughs> They're all like, little kids in the room, whatever little Cindy's doing, you do that. <laughs> oh, dear. Do whatever little Cindy's doing. I loved school. In my classroom, it was little kids, whatever little Dean's doing, do not do that thing. You do the opposite. Well, it's not what you would be doing. It's what you wouldn't be doing. Right. That's <laughs> true. Were, I think you were daydreaming quite a bit. Most of the time, I was staring out the window and daydreaming about oh, what was happening out there. So we should have people write in if they'd like to share any memories. Like what kind of memory? Just good school memories. A good school memory? Yeah, good school memories. Remember always, well, this is a good school memory to me. I loved this, especially now when I think back. Every morning, we would say the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm -hmm. We would sing a patriotic song. Mm -hmm. You did that, right? Yeah, I remember Every morning. the Pledge. And we would sing, My Country, Tis of Thee, mm -hmm. Sweet Land of Liberty, yep. of Thee I Sing. Mm -hmm. Land where? Okay. okay I <laughs> sing it. Don't do it. Yeah, that, that's a really good, the, those are good memories. You think that still happens I in, in so. the public K-12? I hope so. If there's any public K-12 teachers out there and you still like me, <laughs> I, you know, do you, do you, do you still say the pledge? Do you, do you sing any patriotic songs? I'm curious because that was a good memory. So good. So mm -hmm. those are the memories you're talking about. Have people write us and tell us your favorite memory. I mean, it doesn't have to be that in particular, but just good, good memories. About their of, schooling, their upbringing. Yep. That would be fun to, to read and talk about. Mm -hmm. If if you give us permission to, to read it, we would love to read it. I think it'd be fun to share other people's experiences. Yeah. Especially, especially the older memories. 
Like, so do they have to be 15 and older for this no, assignment? No, but I love to hear the the old stories. Mm, yeah. Those are good. All right. So here's your homework assignment. The email is thedean.list at protonmail.com. Send us a story. You know, let us know what your, maybe your, your favorite memory, along with your first day of school picture, if you're over 50, but you don't have to be over 50 for the story part. <laughs> and then, you know, if you, if you give us permission, we would love to, to read it and share it. And I think that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Share you, if you have questions every day, if you have any questions, send them in. How has this been for you? Because you are like, this is, you're finishing up week three on the Dean's list now. Yes. This is right? the end of week, week three. three. How has this been? Because you are, you are used to having people in front of you know, you've got a classroom in front of you or you have a, an audience of people. The radio audience. How has it been talking to? to has it been nobody? talking to the air? I mean, you're talking to people, but was uh, it a struggle? You know what? I, I don't think so. No? I, no, I think it's just. It wasn't a struggle at first. Well, I, I guess maybe it was. I, I kind of had to get used to talking to the air, but. Because you love to interact with people. Mm -hmm. That's why it'd be fun if they send in questions. That would be fun or for me. comments or, mm -hmm. hey, I agree, or hey, I disagree, or hey, can you talk about this? Because you love the interaction. I do. Yeah, that would be great, actually. That that would make it even more fun than what it already is. <laughs> and it's fun because, you know, I can, I can talk, uh, as you know, mm -hmm. I could ramble. And you are, you are sometimes um, pronunciation challenged. I think I am too, because you just heard me try to say pronunciation, <laughs> pronunciation right. challenged. I am pronunciation challenged. Sometimes I, I pronunciate things funny. <laughs> your dad would, your dad used oh, to do that sometimes. My dad, <laughs> yes. He would, I remember this one instance where we had to move, he asked me to move the credenza in his and office. He, he called it the crescendo. Did you move that crescendo? Help me, help me with this crescendo. <laughs> so, First, I started singing very loudly and, you know, nice. yeah, I, I think he passed that gift along to me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll mispronounce things, Yeah, but you know, it, it's, it's the joy of being on radio and, and mispronouncing things. <laughs> yeah. So send stuff in, use the new email that now works. The dean.list so at protonmail.com. The dean can interact. Absolutely. Uh, would love to interact with you. Love to share some of your stories, post your first day of school pictures. That would be fun. And uh, if you if you have other questions, if you're interested in homeschooling and you, you want to know how to go about it, uh, we have resources for you. We we can give you direction. Or if you're interested, you you, you want to know about a a certain school in your your locale. You know we can. We can look up some databases and just kind of help you along. We would love to be a resource for you and interact with you. And I think it would be fun to, to share some of your memories and, and stories. Mm -hmm. Or like we talked about, was it last week? I don't remember now. If it was the first week or second week about um, if, if you want to be brave and start a school. Mm, there you go. Mm -hmm. You might want to be brave and actually start a school. Mm -hmm. 
especially if there are like-minded people in your community that would want to get on that that bandwagon, want to get on that bus. Mm-hmm. There's there's power in numbers, and there there tends to be more courage. Mm-hmm. And it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. You're a, you're a possibility type of guy, though. <laughs> you're always, yeah, we can do it. Let's go. It's the details that you need other people to come around you right. and take care of. Well, you surround yourself with with detail people. Yeah. I mean, that's you're 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 yes, detailed you oriented, mm-hmm. and so you know I you're guess. like that. Though anything is, yeah, let's go, let's do it. Yeah, I'm not afraid to go after it. <laughs> I want to get out there and get it done. And if I see something that's got to get done, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> I'm gonna go after it. And a lot of times, I do it without really measuring it up, right, and determining how big it is, right. That's why you need those those detail people to come come around you. You know, so if you want to start a school, um, I guess the moral of the story is get get detailed people. <laughs> yeah. Get detailed people, like-minded people in your corner. But you know, we're here to root you on if that is your your endeavor, if that's if that is something that you think you're being led into, it is a wonderful calling. Yes. And it's it is a lot of hard work, but it is rewarding for sure. Just yes, it is. The privilege of of watching children grow up from pre-K to seniors. There's nothing like it. Without a doubt, senior in high school, not, you know, not over 65. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to pause for a break. We will pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. While the cancel culture destroys our history, bringing crime and terror to city streets, AmericaOutloud.news will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone of what America means. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Out loud. Welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. And today we are joined in studio by the occasional co-host, Cindy. 
Yes, we are keeping it light today. We are. We just thought maybe we have some fun. Mm-hmm. Let's just discuss a little. And we we were discussing the end of that last segment, you know, just talking about the idea, throwing out the notion about starting a school. Mm-hmm. What if you decided, some of you are feeling it right now. I know you are. I can feel it through the airwaves. Some of you are just feeling that urge because we look around and and we see that something needs to be done. And some of you are absolute go-getters and you might want to get out there and just start a school. So, so let's give this resource here. Um, Turning Point Academy. This summer we went to a conference mm-hmm. um, in near the Chicago area. Um, and it, and it was put on by Turning Point Academy, which is a division of Turning Point USA, uh, Charlie Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, on their website, it says Turning Point Academy is not a school. It is a movement. Reclaim, revive, restore. Um, it is, like I said, it's a division of Turning Point USA. It's dedicated to reclaiming the education of our children, reviving virtuous education focused on truth, goodness, and beauty and restoring God as the foundation of education. So really it's an association that is involved in the classical model. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they will help you um, if you are interested in starting what they call a five C school um, and the five C's um, they're Christian, they're classical, they're conservative, they are church-based and they are cost affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very serious about helping helping people do this. So uh, Turning Point Academy, if you are interested in checking that out, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can join the association as an individual. Mm-hmm. And their model is is what they refer to as a hybrid. So it it is it's a school structure that really only meets one or two days a week, maybe in some instances, three days a week. So it is it is beneficial for homeschoolers that might want to come together to form something. It is very convenient for you know parents that have the time and and have that ability. Uh, you know, one of the C's is church-based. And so part of their model is that the school one, two, three days a week would meet in a church. So if you are a part of a church family that you think might be interested in, you know, being a part putting, of this. Putting this together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and that helps the model be cost affordable uh, yes. more so than right. your traditional private Christian school. Mm-hmm. One of the C's is is cost affordable, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Christian, classical, conservative, church-based, cost affordable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good good stuff. Check it out. Turning the, the, Point Academy Association. Mm-hmm. And they have, and this is open to anyone. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in education. It's free. Leaders. They don't educators, charge you. Um, no, you can just get on and join um, homeschool mm-hmm. parents, they just, they truly have a heart to 
help people in their educational endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, the conference we went to. Yes. And did you mention that already? No. Um, in the Chicago area, right. we went to a conference this summer. So good. Wonderful speakers. It's very inspirational. We weren't able to stay for the whole thing, um, but we are able to access the um, the speakers yep. on the site, mm-hmm. I believe, correct? Yes, all the talks are mm-hmm. are posted, and we have you know gone through a lot of them. We're we're, we're working our way through them. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Very good stuff. So it's a wonderful association, and again, it's it doesn't cost anything to be a part of it. And they, they're there as a resource for you. Yes. And I believe they're having another educators conference, I think in December. Mm. And I think it's in Arizona. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, okay. um, but I'm assuming that they'll be having another one next summer. And, I'm not sure where it will be located. Chicago area, or- no, I don't know. I, I don't know. The location's not determined yet. I don't think so. That is something to consider going to for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. It's well worth it. Mm-hmm. Look them up if you if you're interested. It, you know, if you're if you're just looking for alternatives or other other options, definitely reach out to Turning Point Academy Association. Yes, but it's it's good to uh, allow yourself to dream big when it comes to education. Yeah, you just don't know where it'll take you. Mm-hmm. So definitely dream big. Yes. Yes. And our children are so important to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It's it, the sacred purpose again. Well, it is. As a matter of fact, this morning in our staff meeting, so we, you know, we're having, we start school next week. So we're having you know, back to school staff meetings. And I, I brought up that plaque at the end of the running trail there in here in Michigan in Millington School District, the the portion of the Iron Bell Trail in our area ends at a uh, at at a public school, public school grounds in Millington. And there's a pavilion there. You can take a rest and park your bikes and have a seat. And on the wall on that pavilion is a plaque from 1957. And it's in dedication of of the of the elementary school building there. Mm-hmm. And you talked about this in detail um, one other day. Yeah, we've talked about it before. We'll probably talk about it a lot. And I brought it up to the staff this morning that that the plaque. It here's a quote from it. It says, "We can truly say that this school building has a sacred purpose." And I, I don't know that schools talk like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Sacred a, purpose. Of a sacred purpose. That's beautiful. What more sacred thing is there than a human life? Mm-hmm. What greater trust do any of us have than the care of the children of this world? What finer investment can we make of our money than to use it for the sacred purpose? And then it describes what the sacred purpose is. And this is so good the sacred purpose of developing worthy, law-abiding, and God-fearing citizens. Mm-hmm. Very specific. Mm-hmm. And, and we've talked about really true education is developing a certain type of person. And in 1957, at least in this school district, their purpose was to develop 
worthy, law-abiding, and God-fearing citizens. Mm-hmm. And yep. then the and the sentence ends this way, and this is this is so good. And when I read this last part to the staff this morning, they were there was this audible gasp in the room that this was actually stated. Here it is. Our schools, homes, and churches share in this sacred purpose. Mm-hmm. Because there once was a time when schools believed that they shared in this sacred purpose with churches and with homes. This was before 1963. Mm -hmm. This was before the the wall of separation. Mm -hmm. This is when when they were in unity. Isn't that good? So good. Yep. That's why you keep talking about it, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep talking about it. Yep. You know, because that's really true education. It's it's developing a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. And this is why I wanted to have history class this week, because, you know, we talk about these stories, and these stories are a part of developing a particular type of person. Let's revisit the Adams uh, quote. Yeah, the quote from, from Samuel Adams to John Adams. It is October 4th. 1790, and Samuel Adams goes to his writing desk. Wow. He is the lieutenant governor, Massachusetts. Can you memorize the date? And Yes. <laughs> I love history. And he's writing a letter to his cousin, John, who is the vice president. And he says, let patriots unite their endeavors to renovate the age by impressing the minds of men with the importance of educating their little boys and girls of inculcating in the minds of youth the fear and love of the deity and universal philanthropy, which is really loving your neighbor as yourself. And in subordination to these great principles, the love of their country and of instructing them in the art of Mm self-government. And there's there's a couple more lines which I rarely ever read, but he goes on and says without which they never can act a wise part in the government of societies, great or small. Mm. That, that's a good sentence, mm-hmm. but there's one more. But wait, there's, oh, wait, more. there's more. He says, <laughs> <laughs> in short, of leading them in the study and practice of the exalted virtues of the Christian system. Mm. So what he's what he's telling his the fathers to teach their kids about those four things, love and fear of God, love of your fellow man, love of country, and self-government, mm-hmm. he's saying, you know, this is really the study and practice of the of the exalted virtues of the Christian system. Mm. And then, do you know that John Adams replied? I do know, because... Because we, it says right here. Well, <laughs> when you originally read this quote to me, I grabbed the book, the book from you, and I I read on, and I t- I loved the response that he got. It says on October eighteenth, seventeen ninety, John Adams wrote in reply, "You and I agree." Uh huh. Four words. <laughs> you and I agree. You and I agree. Sam, <laughs> you and I agree. Mm-hmm. And I hope that. I hope that all the listeners out there agree also. Right. With that. And and the other day I did, you know, when we were having history class, I 
I, I made an appeal to public school history teachers to really, really strongly consider going to original documents, pulling up, you know, when you're talking about Samuel Adams, instead of just, you know, reading a story out of a textbook, pull up one of his letters, pull up this letter right here. Because if you pull up an original document, guess what? It gives you the opportunity to read that Samuel Adams believed that we needed to love and fear God. Mm-hmm. You think they can get away with that in a public school? Oh, no, I don't know. It's they can an do original that source document. If you are interested in, I will tell you where I go to get my original sources. It is founders.archives.gov. That's the website. Maybe I should put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Founders.archives.gov. And you can type in a name, you know, type in Samuel Adams, and it'll pull up letters that Sam wrote. You know what? It, it's exciting. I didn't mean for this to go back into history class, but it's <laughs> exciting to read the letters between John and Abigail Adams. Because mm-hmm. those two, they were feisty. <laughs> that was kind of fun. So that's what, yeah, Sam believed that we needed to renovate the age. Yes. By doing those four things. Mm -hmm. And I still, I find it so interesting that he felt like that point in time needed to be renovated. Right. You know, they're just ratifying the constitution. It's, it's going through the, the process. The new government's been established and, but he said, let's, you know, this age needs to, mm-hmm. it needs to change. Yeah. It's constant. It, renovation is is a constant thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we look around us and we see we need to renovate our age. Absolutely. And, you know, so that's probably, you know, why maybe some of you, and we think some of you might be feeling the, the, the urge to maybe start something. Mm-hmm. to start a school or start a homeschool co-op. Yeah. I mean, we never stop dreaming about things we want to do. And I think we talked about it before, but it is, it continues to be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in, we are entering year 17 and it's still a work in progress. And we're still, we still have big dreams. Yeah. We were bantering this idea a couple of months ago, as this last school year was ending, this whole idea of of, of a farm, right? Of putting a, a farm that would be that would, you know, that we would teach the kids of our school almost agriculture. Yeah, they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we had land and we right. could have a working farm and have our kids be able to work the land and learn about. Mm-hmm about good farming practices and husbandry. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Why is it called husbandry? I wonder. Is it? I don't know. We're going to look it up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because, you know, you know, we, we need to raise knowledgeable individuals about, about that sort of thing. And they're in school. Why not? Why not teach it to them? Yeah. So it was, it was interesting because you, when you had mentioned actually, I started talking about farms because over the past couple years, um, when I would when I drive home from school, oftentimes I take the back roads because I love the country, and I take the back roads and I would see these old 
farms, these old Michigan farms and these old barns. And I just felt, I just started to feel very compelled to, to pray for the, the farms in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, a revival right. of the farms. Mm-hmm. And so I was just telling you that, and you said, you know, I've been thinking, wouldn't it be cool if if we we've got land and we started making um learning all about farming something that we made available to the to the students mm-hmm. for the so kids, right? That's, that's such a cool idea. I don't know how that would all work, but I mean, see, we just we we keep dreaming. Right. I yeah. don't know what that would look like. I don't either. <laughs> Maybe if you know what it looks like, send us an email. Let us know what it looks like. The Waterbrook Farm. Yeah, I just I I think it's it's something that is necessary. Yeah, talk about regenerative farming, and because mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot about about farming practices, mm-hmm. I'm very much into um, the farm to table, all that. We do, we, we do like our farm to table food around here. <laughs> yep. So uh, the moral of the story is uh, don't stop dreaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still in in dreaming mode. And if you join us, join us. Absolutely. Join us in dreaming mode. Yeah. Come along. Come along for the ride. I wish we had more time to talk about it, but we don't. We're out of time, America. Thank you for joining us today for this uh, very special dreaming episode. (laughs) We're happy to have you along. Get out there and encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.